0: Welcome to the Crimson Circle. It's our monthly broadcast. We're here starting the new Wings series. Very excited, anticipating where Adamus will take this. Mm. (laughs) Well, I think there's something to be concerned about since that was the reaction of the channeler himself.
1: (laughs) Actually, yeah. We were a little rambunctious getting back in our seats here in the studio, believe it or not, and uh, a lot of people were still talking and drinking and everything else, yeah, drinking get coffee away. Uh, before they saw the new video intro we did for this. Could you guys back there play it again and turn down the house lights and let let's start all this over? Let's just pretend that didn't happen, <laughs> the noise and chaos, and let's just let's take a deep breath. Ah. Did you
0: just yeah. hijack the opening of the broadcast?
1: I did. I did. Is Normally I'm th- getting ready for the channel, but here, here goes. Okay. I wanted to play that again. It's just so indicative, uh, even little things like the video intro or anything else, of the amazing uh, dedication and care and love that the Crimson Circle staff puts into everything that goes out – the magazine, the productions, our gatherings here. Uh, I'm going to call it the uh, John Kaderka effect of just being so …
0: Oh, I like that! I like that.
1: In every little detail, John was never the kind to say, ah, it's good enough. John was, you know, worked late, worked hard, and it's such an inspiration to all the rest of us on the staff. For those of you who are listening in at the end of our last segment, uh, John was given the 2017 annual Inspire Consciousness Award um, uh, for reasons just like that. He's he's an inspiration to all of us. Uh, It's not good enough. Uh, If it's going out for Chambra, we're in total service, uh, and it's got to be great.
0: Setting a standard. Yeah. And we say that, and and again, in gratitude to John Kaderka, who has officially retired from the Crimson Circle yeah. after all these years. So we can't thank him enough for helping. So from standard. now on,
1: if you're going to do it right, it's called the Kaderka Effect. <laughs> <So>. Oh, <laughs> I
0: like that. I hope you hear that, John. Okay, that's exciting. Thank you, Jeff. Now, it, which... Are both of these going across the broadcast? Both of what? Both these openings?
1: Sure, sure. I mean, They're this seeing was everything. Live oh yeah, messy? yeah, yeah. no, no. They, you know, people watching and got to but see. But you're acting like me. I, I know. <laughs> I love that. It's like I love being kind and gentle and sweet and caring. And <laughs> bye.
0: <laughs> well, that is Jeff Hoppy's way of telling you that he is ready to invite Adam Saint Germain here for us for this first session of the Wings series so with that whether and again you could be watching from the crimson circle website listening from the website or uh, any other place watching welcome to this special meeting and with that it seems right now that it's time for us to truly be prepared in that most honoring way that honors ourself. So as Jeff is getting ready to channel Damas, I invite that each of us take the good deep breath. That's about breathing into yourself. That deep breath that tells your body you choose life. Take the good deep breath and just, you know, be here for you. Let the distractions go away. Just breathe in and breathe them out as we are ready for Adama Sanjerman. Take the good deep breath and give yourself permission to really feel in and to breathe in to this shouted message the wings. Take the good deep breath and open all of your senses, human and divine this is a design for us breathe deeply each of us breathing the i am here so stay with the breath and the opening of the senses as this music plays please take care of you and breathe in to the music as it plays inviting adamus close if you choose breathe for you, breathe and feel.
1: I Am That I Am, Professor Artemis Saint-Germain. My dear friends, today's gathering, the first on the Wing Series, may be a little shorter than usual.
0: This was a shankra present uh, for uh, your birthday. Today
1: may be a little shorter than usual. I'm in a bit of a mood today.
0: I got that!
2: Oh!
1: It's not a hangover. It's just a mood. I'll explain it in just a moment, but Crap. we'll dispense with the pleasantries for right now as we get into it. Let's take a good deep breath. <laughs> no, I, I am in a bit of a mood. I'll explain it in just a moment, but I want to know, before we get started, Linda on the microphone, please.
0: Are you Chilling Blavatsky?
1: <laughs> who's, who's here today? Who's here today? Is it the human or is it the master? Please, out oh, into the audience. Okay. Who's here today? Like I said, I'm in a bit of a mood, a bit cranky. Hello, Edith. What's really? happening?
2: Hi, handsome. You I kept love me you. awake
1: the other night, Edith. Good. With, yeah, and not with your complaining, with all of her <laughs> sweet talk. Oh, hey. <Okay. laughs> so, dear Edith, who's here today? Edith the human or the master? Both. Both. To what percent? What degree?
0: Um. Ninety-five percent the master and five percent the human.
1: (coughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll put that one on film, save it for later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Why is the master here?
0: To learn some more from you.
1: There's nothing to learn. There is nothing to learn. Eighteen years. Over 200 shouts, enough content from workshops to fill 22 books. There is nothing to learn. Master, why are you here? I said I'm in a bit of a mood today.
0: Yes, indeedy. Can you give me a hint?
1: No. <laughs> if the master is here, the master doesn't need any hints whatsoever.
0: Well, I'm just here to listen to you, so I don't know what
2: else to say.
1: Good. Good. Or not so good, actually. Next. Well who's here today? I want to know who's here. The master or the human? Yes.
0: I am here. I am here. Yes.
1: Uh, Well and is it mostly human or mostly master or what? Mostly master. Mostly master. What percentage? What ratio? (laughs) Ninety-eight (laughs) percent. You have a buzzer back there for a (laughs) machious Ninety-eight percent. Then, Master, why are you here?
0: To dance.
1: To dance. How come you're not dancing?
0: <laughs> but we are.
1: Not a bad answer. <laughs> I'll let that go. Next. Who's here today? Human or Master? Sorry. <laughs> what does that shirt say?
0: Uh, I'm officially in the Sarts Sar- Sar- Fakowsky Club. I don't Club.
1: understand. I knew. I uh, fluently spoke seven different language. <laughs> language. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Sartre.
1: To add to my <laughs> troubles, to add to my woes. I'm in a mood today and it just got worse. What does that mean to you?
2: That's uh, t-shirt? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: It's my new motto for life, to be honest. It's your motto. Yeah. Okay.
1: Is it the Master saying it or the human? It depends on the situation, I have to say. Yeah, situation right now, you and me, squared up, Master or Human, telling oh me
3: to … Oh! are you putting it that
2: way? I, was, I am. Okay.
1: I said I'm in a mood today. No shit! <laughs> <laughs> and it's getting worse by the second. Yeah, the Master. Master. The master. 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 Yeah. That I'll sure. accept. I'll accept if the human was telling me to do the sart thing. Uh, no. Uh, the human has no reason and no right to. The Master can do that all day long. Thank you for being a Master. Next. Who's here today? Human or master? This is almost worse than when I had had a hangover. Who's here? Human, master? The master. Master, what to what ratio? What percent?
0: 100%. Yes. Mm.
1: (laughs) Your eyes lit up when you said that. Why? How how was your week (sighs) leading up to this? Human or master?
0: A little bit of both.
1: A lot, of both. A lot uh, of both. Yeah. So why is it the master is here? For for what reason?
0: Because of how I feel. In how do this you moment. feel? I feel open and expanded. How long is that going to last? As long as it does. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you in a moment why that's really irritating me. Uh, but uh, it's not, not about you. It's about me. Why it's irritating me. Yeah, as long as it lasts. What happens when it doesn't last? When it falls apart, you're right back into humanness. Yes,
0: but in this moment.
1: What are you going to do when that happens?
0: Probably have a breakdown and cry.
1: Okay, (laughs) I'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah, and what happens after you break down and cry?
0: The Master comes back, and I allow.
1: Okay, good. I'm going to take a break right here. What was it you wanted to show me here? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, and we'll resume our – you think about it, because you might get the microphone, human or Master. What's in the bag? August
0: 3rd. Happy Birthday! It was my
1: damn birthday, so good!
0: <laughs> Your damn birthday? Wow.
1: So… Oh, it's Aww. beautiful! No, that truly is beautiful! Fleur de relief. Let's sing Happy Birthday to me! Happy Birthday to, to you. you! Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you! All right, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> happy
2: Birthday
1: to you! <laughs> that was the human singing.
0: <laughs>
1: These are beautiful. Thank it's you.
2: Cold!
0: Cold. We've got
1: things, to do. We've got you, things to do. Thank you, Alice.
0: Thank you, Alice. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Alice, for that. That was beautiful. You won two points with me today. Yes. Thank I you. think that
0: means she deserves the mic. She deserves oh. the mic. Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: awesome. Master of Human sitting here, and once again, thank you for the beautiful gift.
2: You're welcome. It very beautiful. Reminded me of it. Yeah, you can we get a
1: close up of that? Hang on a second. We're doing the film studio thing. <laughs> it's beautiful. Me smiling with a <laughs> mug. I'm not in a mood. <laughs> Got to get my face in here. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, mood gone. All right, let's get back with it. Human or master?
3: – Right now, both. Both. Probably 50-50. Yeah, – 50-50? Yeah, in yeah, other words, I, I you
1: can't make up your damn mind. – Yeah, no, no, no. no, no, no yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: definitely today's more human than other days.
1: – Yeah, yeah. Why is that?
3: Oh, sure. I felt it on the drive here, too. So. What happened? Irritated. Yeah, Irritated,
2: yeah. yeah. like this seriousness. In a mood, yeah. Heavy,
1: uh, I,
3: heavy I serious.
2: Is. So, so.
1: Yeah, and I don't think the, the master would here? feel
3: that, so it must be the human.
1: I'm a, so, is it the it group energy?
3: It, to You're, me, it felt genre, Yeah. Um, and not yeah. mass consciousness. but Yeah, yeah.
1: This group here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, it's they're, the gonna after, and they're, and they're gonna hate you after. They're gonna hate you after this, shirt. of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you I claim fine, it for myself. Perfectly too. good day, and suddenly, mm-hmm. oh, uh, I got this feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You're probably feeling into the two percent humanness that's here today.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, good. Next <laughs> and last.
0: Anybody want to volunteer? It's kind of scary. No, actually. and you
1: can pick on the staff today too. Oh, pick yeah, on the uh, staff sure, today too. They're a part of it. Ah, good, good. Human or master here today? Mark? Here.
2: Here. Yeah, somebody <laughs> has to
1: run your camera. Go ahead. Oh uh, yes, I understand it's your birthday today. Let's sing happy birthday, to "Happy birthday to You." Happy Birthday to You. Happy Birthday to You. Happy Birthday, dear Galen. It's so good to be 22. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But you loved it. It's uh, yeah. It's now goes down in the annals of uh, Crimson Circle. Uh, m- human or master here? I'm feeling a lot of both. Up uh, to what percent? Uh, th- make L- up a number. Like eighty percent of both, basically. Eighty percent? That's actually. I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Who's winning? Math. Who's winning here? <laughs> right now, winning? The human winning? thinks it's winning. Humans thinks it's winning. Okay, Good, fair answer. Good answer. Why? How do you mean? Well, why is the human winning this thing between, you know, human and Master who's present here? Because it wants to. Because it wants Oh, oh, a little brat. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'll tell you why I'm in a bit of a mood. A- oh, and I'm going to no. tell you right now, there's two major points that are being made in this Shoud the First of the Wing series. And I'm going to tell you the number, number one and number two, and then at the end of the day. You're going to try to remember what they were. Number one, and it's two simple points, and you're probably going to forget. But that's why we do the Shoud recap. The reason I'm in a mood today is because I've got past and future life aspects that are chaotic, and they're bitching at me, and they're bitching with each other. And life is such a mess. I now, you yeah, isn't it terrible? And they're t- it's like. It's like being in a room with kids who are fighting and screaming. Now, you probably say, but Adamas, you're such an amazing Ascended Master, uh, probably the most amazing of all. I know you're saying that. And smart, yeah, and uh, everything else. And you're probably saying, so I thought all your problems went away when you were Ascended Master. Ah, therein is a very important point. It's not one of the two points, but it's a very important point. Just because you've allowed your Realization, just because you're an embodied Master on the planet, doesn't mean that you're not going to hear the commotion of your aspects. They're not in the past. They're here right now. They're not in the future. They're here right now. So, once in a while, dear Master, who sits here was about twenty percent master. I'm sorry to say eighty percent human, but I address the master right now. You're going to hear this noise and commotion, and once in a while, it will wear your ascended ass out uh, because of all of it. And you're just going to be like uh, you're going to be like a-, a mom at home with screaming children. You're going to want to run. You're going to want to disavow the children or send them off to camp forever and (laughs) you're going to get so tired of it. It is not uncommon, nor should it be denied. They're making noise. Now, I'll tell you how bad it is. I I woke up in the middle of the night with a headache. I don't really sleep, but it fills in the story. I woke up in the middle of the night. I've got an aspect who is crying right now, literally, that he's going bankrupt. Oh, I'm losing all my money. They're going to take everything away. I'm such a brilliant being, but I'm going bankrupt. Oh, please, God, help me out." And this was not a religious uh, lifetime of mine known as Mark Twain. Not part- He was rather cynical about everything. But you know, that cynicism suddenly gets washed away with a little thing like bankruptcy because he didn't manage the money so well because he wasn't managing his energy so well take the hint there money is just energy he went bankrupt cuz he wasn't managing the energy now he's da- he's there crying about you know losing everything and, and in mostly his respect his respect he was getting to be pretty well known everybody assumed there must be a lot of money there but he wasn't managing it. So right now, he's crying out, Oh, dear God, Blessed Virgin Mary, Jesus on the cross, please, 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 I just need a little help right now, just a little bit of funding. You know, my friends, does that sound a little bit familiar to some of you? Please, I'll do anything. I'll start going to confession. I'll do whatever I have to do, just I need help. First of all, Stupid Mark Twain. God doesn't care. God's having a big old smile going, Look at Mark Twain, part of Saint Germain. Saint Germain, Mark Twain. It all works together. But look at that. Look what's happening. Now, you'd think that old Mark, with his wit, intellect and cynicism, would like call on himself or me. Same difference. And say, Hey, big guy up there. You, Saint Germain, who's so busy at the Ascended Masters Club, who's known all over the world, actually all over the universe for your grand workings, how about a little help right here? I'm going bankrupt. If he had opened up to something that is already within himself, I could help out a little bit. Not a lot, but I could do a short-term loan with a low interest rate. I could help out a little bit and get him over the hump and then watch him, a couple of months later, fall into bankruptcy, because the true Creator and the true Master gives freedom to every one of their creations and expressions. I don't hold on to Mark Twain. I'm not invested in his day-to-day life. He leads it. Yes, it's part of me. It's part of the oneness of me but I'm not going to try to dictate his life. Now, it almost makes it sound like uh, it's like a parent-child relationship or an indifferent type of relationship. Not at all. It's called true compassion – creating a lifetime, allowing a lifetime, and then giving it freedom to explore and experience and to have their stories. While the Master who is becoming a little bit more present in the room right now. We're up to about 24 (laughs) percent, Master, uh, and slowly, slowly – maybe not that high, I'm being generous today, like always – so the true Master gives that freedom to every part of themselves, is not trying to control, is not trying to make good for that lifetime, because. I'll get to it later. It's all just a story. That's all it is. I've got another aspect, another writer that is really driving me crazy, irritating me to no end. And you see, because I have lived many lifetimes on Earth like you, I can relate to all of the noise of the human, all the whining and the complaining and the fears and the worries and the yawning and everything else, the, the sleepiness. When the Master comes in, you get a, the human gets sleepy. That's okay. But So, I've got this other writer aspect. You know, I, I had this thing about writers uh, and spent quite a few lifetimes as writers. Another writer you might know as um, Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Now, this writer is a royal pain in the butt. I mean, causes more stress and more problems. Now you would think, being considered one of the greatest writers ever, that this aspect would be so calm, at peace, but not. This aspect – I almost dare to claim it as my own, but I guess I have to – this aspect doesn't like his writing. I'm like, whatever. You're making money. People are flocking to you. You're, you're, you're going to be known in history for thousands of years. There's going to be summer plays in the park just because of you. And you're whining, as he does to me all the time. You're whining? He's whining because he doesn't like his writing. He doesn't like his writing. I guess that's true for a lot of creative types. They, they create something brilliant, but they just don't like it for whatever reason. They don't want to show it in public or it wasn't good enough or they should have worked on it more. Shakespeare doesn't like his writing because he thinks that he wrote to the audience rather than to his heart. It's not really what he wanted to write is what I'm saying, but it worked. It drew big crowds. It made him famous and and will continue to make him famous. So he's going through an internal turmoil about himself. Should I be writing for me, from my heart, as the true poet I am, or should I be over here writing for commercial purposes? Now, it's as simple as saying, uh, Dear shaky, you know, just do both! <laughs> do both. Write under a pen name for your other stuff if you're concerned about people you know, missing the, the, the point or conf- confusing them right into a different name, right from your heart. But he's in a self-imposed, emotional, psychological dilemma, and quite frankly, I'm a little tired of it. I'm really tired of it. Now, he doesn't reach out to me. He doesn't reach out to God. It's all about that wounded inner writer within, and he's obsessed with it, going on and on and on. Oh, I have all that noise playing, and you think your life is tough, you have all that noise going. I got another aspect. It's the original to be or not to be aspect actually, believe it or not. Oh, it wasn't Shakespeare who penned those first words. It was my aspect known as Plato. To be or not to be. So philosophical, so full of stuff that and and now Plato is considered to be really the um designer the implementer of modern Western society, even though he goes back a long, long way. He's so conflicted right now. He gets philosophical. You know when I say to you, you can say anything you want except, I don't know, because I get so sick of Plato. I don't know, to be or not to be. (laughs) Uh, The world is black. The world is white it just drives me nuts as an Ascended Master. You think you got it tough today, you think you got problems, but I have all of these past life and and future life aspects constantly complaining, constantly going through their dilemma. So, I'm on my way to your studio today from the Ascended Masters Club and I stare at hearing your complaints, and your problems, and your dilemmas and the conflicts that are going on in your life from the human side, not the master side. And let me tell you, what's a lot noisier, the human or the Master? The human. The human likes getting stuck, really, really, really. I mean, Shakespeare – wouldn't you all have wanted to be Shakespeare? Wouldn't you want to go down in history?" and he's sitting there, oh, I'm not writing from my heart, I'm writing to the audience. Shut up, then write from your heart. I mean, how simple can it be? And you know, when they need a hand, when they need a hand, a little love, a little energy, they don't come to their free higher self. They don't come to the Ascended Master who happens to uh, gloriously ascended from the planet not so long ago. No, they go to churches. They go to other people. They go to alcohol, drugs or other things like that. i got this saying, everywhere but within, everywhere but yourself, so I'm watching them. I'm watching them with all this complaining, all their life problems, when the answer is sitting right there. Do they want to listen to me? When I come around, do they want to listen to Uncle Adamus (laughs) saying "Here's here's, the answer so simple. They don't want to hear it. They're having too much fun with their game. So, I'm in a bit of a mood today. Didn't get much sleep lately. (coughs) Does that sound familiar? Dear Masters, (coughs) dear Masters, just think, dear Master, who sits here today and is watching and you're just having to deal with basically one human aspect right now i'm having to deal with dozens oh 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 that's why i'm in a bit of a mood and i ask you dear master the uh, we're up to about 27% right now getting better all the time i ask you to really feel into what's going on there in the bird cage what's What's going on in the birdcage? What's going on inside of you? There's a lot of commotion. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of whining going on, and really not much from that human aspect, not a lot to really say, let's be clear, let's get some answers here and let's move through. There's a lot of racket going in there, and it's going to keep happening. It doesn't go away because you have past lives, and future lives that are all happening right now. What you do is you take a deep breath, Dear Master, you don't get all caught in it. You allow it. You allow it, yeah. You're going to have past lives coming up, not just this lifetime, but past and future lifetimes coming up, making a lot of racket. Take a deep breath and you allow it. And at one point, one of those past or future lives is going to have had enough and is going to say, Okay, I am that I am, but uh, I don't really get it, so help me out, I am that I am. I'm finally open and allowing. I'm finally ready to listen. And then there's that aspect, past or future, really right now, that you can work with. And it's not about counseling. It's not about processing. It's not about saying, oh, you poor Shakespeare writer you, or anything like that. It's about take a deep breath and allow. And these two points that we're going to talk about today, that's what you tell them. In the meantime, you, the Master, who now we're over 30 percent, we're getting there, maybe by the end of our broadcast today, we'll be over that 50 percent mark. In the meantime, the Master that you are right now, you're not working your way to be the master. You're not trying to be the Master, you're just allowing the Master. That Master, you take a deep breath you hear all the noise, all the commotion and everything else and you sit down on the park bench or a nice chair and you take a sip out of your beautiful mug, hopefully filled with something other than coffee, but maybe a little wine or whatever. You take a deep breath and you feel into every story that you've ever been and ever will be. And suddenly it's like kind of greasing the skids, greasing the gears. Suddenly you take a deep breath as the Master and you just feel into all the amazing stories going on. And suddenly it takes the rub off of it, the friction, the the tension. And suddenly, it's like I did last night, you just take a deep breath and you sit back and watch the movie of your beingness. That's it. You don't get all wrapped up in it because, you see, the Master realizes that it all works out. You know, Shakespeare wrote some amazing things. Mark Twain, I, I love the writing, uh, and they have gone down in history now. How many, how many beings can say that, that they've got a Plato, a Shakespeare and a Twain with them? You just sit back and relax and you realize that they're all just great, big, wonderful stories. Let's do that right now. Let's take a moment. Dear Master, Dear Master, it's that easy. Yeah, it's the big end. It's got all this stuff going on. The Master doesn't allow themselves to get bogged down with all this stuff. Actually, the Master is fascinated to observe it going on. This is the next level. This is where we're going. This is what you're doing right now. So, I'm quickly getting over my mood. I'm quick – yes, he <laughs> said, thank God. Doesn't mean I'm going to be nice today, but I'm – you know how it is when you have a mood day, you know, and it's just then all of a sudden when the, the fog and the confusion and everything starts rising, it's like, ah, shit, I don't want to be in a good mood. I was having fun being in that bad mood. I, uh, don't make me laugh. Don't make me smile. That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, the mood is lifting, but I still kind of like it, you know? And I know you do too. No comment from Linda on that. I'm hiding. <laughs> <laughs> Linda's hiding. Let's get a shot of Linda hiding. <laughs> and she's, hiding. Like, uh, she's like, whoa, she's not even in the audience area. <laughs> she's so hiding. <laughs> to the human, to the human who sits there. One very important thing. There's going to continue to be things in your life that come up. There are fears that the human has, and they don't just wash away. They're there. I mean, they're, they're an energy imprint within you. There are, are fears, there are doubts that are there, and I see you trying to overcome fears and doubts. There's challenges in your life, and I see you working on those challenges. But you know what happens? Is like. You get caught in a fear, an emotional fear that makes no sense whatsoever, but it's there. You get caught in the fear and it's like getting caught in a spider's web. And that spider is the fear, or the doubt, or the uncertainty, or whatever it happens to be. You get caught in that spider's web. Now the spider's got you. Now the fight and the struggle is on to preserve yourself to save yourself from the spider of fear or doubt or uh, incompetence or whatever it happens to be. Now you're engaged in a fight. But I can tell you one thing, dear human, you're in the spider's web. It's the spider's territory. The spider wove it just for you, and the spider knows you're going to fight. And You know what happens in the spider's web? As you're in there and you start the fight, you get more tangled up. The spider hardly wastes an ounce of energy in the fight. It doesn't have to. It gives the appearance that it's fighting to satisfy the human that's caught in the spider web. And it'll go rah, rah. but there's really no, nothing to it, because the spider already knows you're screwed. You're in the web. The moment you start battling, you're done. You're caught and you're dinner <laughs> My mood is getting better. I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing. I'm laughing now. It's getting much better, awesomely better. What does that mean in terms of the human you? A couple of things. When you encounter that fear, which you're going to because you're living in the planet and you're living in a body, when you encounter that fear or the doubt or whatever it happens to be, the, uh, the confusion, I can't make a, a decision, I don't know what to do, When you're in that, go all the way through it. When you start finding yourself going into the spider's web and you know it's inevitable, you know it's there, go through. Don't stop. Don't fight. Don't process the issue. Don't try to outthink the issue because you're in the web. You're going to get caught. Don't try to rationalize yourself out of it. Don't try to meditate yourself out of it. Don't try to seek counselors who are going to help you get out of it, because all you're going to do is bring them into your spider's web. That's all. When you find that you're confronted with fear or doubt or uncertainty or you just your, your, your life uh, is a total mess, take a deep breath and go through it. Go into it deeper. It makes no human sense, but from an energy sense it's totally appropriate. The human doesn't want to go any deeper. It encounters that feeling uh, dread in the middle of the night, anxiety for no uh, apparent reason. You've had that. The human resists. Oh, anxiety. What am I going to do? I've got to think my way through this. i got to come up with some nice little cliché. I've got to do some sort of um, ceremonial dance or whatever it happens to be. You're in the web. You're fighting now, a- a- and it's funny because you're no, no, I'm being spiritual, I'm being holy and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, doing uh, chants or whatever. You are so in the spider's web. You just don't realize it. And that spider is just shaking a fist now and then – shaking all of its fists – you know, just to give the impression that you've got something to fight about, but it's already got you. Fear has you. Uncertainty has you. And particularly when you come to this point of Mastery and Enlightenment, there are still fears and there are doubts, and you wonder, what's going to happen with my kids? What's going to happen with my physical body? Am I going to lose my sanity? What are people going to think? These things, these are like spiders that are all over, anxieties that are all around. You're not going to fight them. You're not going to overcome them. You cannot. Because you made those fears. You made those doubts. They know you better than actually you know them. You're in the spider's web now and you're just getting more tangled up. So what do you do? You take a deep breath and you allow yourself to go into it fully and thoroughly. It doesn't make sense. Not at all. How I allow myself to go into a fear, I'm going to get consumed by it. No because you're going to pass right through the center of the spider's web, but you're going to keep going. You're going to go right through any fear, any anxiety, any dilemma that's in your life, no matter what it is. You're going to take a deep breath and you're going to put on those wings of your dreams and you're going to fly right through. You're not going to resist or try to alter, or try to fight, or try to think your way through it. You just slap on or strap on those wings and go. That's it. And there is a moment of terror as you're heading straight into that spider web and you got those wings on you, like, Oh, shit, Adamas! I hope you were right about this, because I'm going right into the heart of doubt and fear and what happens next? You're on the other side. You're on the other side of all that, the human consciousness. The spider web is human consciousness, your consciousness. Now you're on the other side. You look back and you realize there actually really wasn't a spider's web. You realize that all the fears that you feared weren't really actually there. I mean, you built them up in your mind, in your energy field. You built them up. Now you're on the other side of them. There was no fight. And what's there now is the sweet nectar of wisdom that is now yours as a human, heretofore has not been really available. You think I'm going to hand out nectar wisdom to <laughs> Shakespeare and Plato? and uh, What are they going to do with it? They're going to screw up their lives even more. So, no, that nectar, that wisdom is behind the perception of the spider's web it's actually really not there what am i saying stop fighting everything john kaderka made a statement earlier that caught my breath and i have to say john and any of you any of you who are facing a health issue take a deep breath and allow it don't fight you don't fight cancer cuz you're right in the spider's web you go through it you put it on those wings in a I don't care anymore type of moment and you go through it. You don't fight the cancer. You just go through it. It's like allowing. It's like allowing. And no matter what happens, no matter what the human would fear – more cancer, possible death, uh, not, not being a good enough creator to create health – No matter what the human fears, you go through it, Master. You go through it, and what you find on the other side is the Wisdom. Not that you're trying to go through it seeking healing or seeking anything else. You go through it because it is no longer yours. You don't own it. You're not going to fight it. None of that. Whatever issue there is in your life, an old childhood, emotion that keeps coming up. It keeps coming up because you keep playing with it, something that you haven't been able to work your way through. You don't process it. You do not process it. Processing is the spider's dessert. Now you're caught in the web and you're processing. You're just turning yourself sweeter. You're just coating yourself with processing sugar, waiting for the spider to come and devour you. That's all. You don't process in this. You don't think about it. You don't intellectualize it. You strap on those wings and you go right through it. That's it. There's no fight left in anything. There's no fight left. Human! Hear me, human! Me in my bad mood today. Hear me! There's no fight left when you get to this point. What are you fighting anyway? The ills of society? Uh, are you fighting yourself and your weaknesses? What are you fighting? The dark and the light, the masculine and the feminine? Could we please get over the divine feminine and the dickhead uh, masculine <laughs> of constant fight? That's uh, Thank you. I am, uh, I, I'm, I'm tired of it. I, I'm tired of it as I am of my aspect, Shakespeare and Plato and all the rest of them, complaining and everything else. I'm tired of it, and you should be too. It's a fight. It's a spider's web. And you get caught in it. They're laughing. I was <laughs> it was pretty good, huh? Yeah? Yeah, I had to rehearse this thing. So uh, where was I, uh, in my bad mood? Let's get over it. There's no fight. There's no fight between the human and the master. There's no fight between the, you and the aliens. You have no fight with Donald Trump. Oh, a lot of people are like, oh, oh, I was having fun. (laughs) There's no fight. When you get to this point, there is no fight, and that's a good thing, in a way. But you're used to fighting. You're used to being strong even when you're weak. You're used to the battle because it helps you solidify your identity. You're used to the battle, (laughs) Kerry, as a … no, Kerry, that battle. Helps you solidify your identity. Don't give her the microphone. Uh, it helps. Uh, this is a one-way discussion here. <laughs> I laid down my sword. You're wrong. Thank you. This is over. Thank you. My good. Life Thank you. you. Good. Good. It it has. Wrestle you though. Can we edit that out? Like pretend? Can we just pretend that you're on a bad mood day? You want to wrestle me in jello, and it's like. Okay. Yeah. So, the point being, let's get back to – thank you for the distraction – my mood is getting better and we just sank back down, now we're at about 24% (laughs) human master again, and it can go back up. There's no fight in cancer, in poverty, or in any of that. None. Do you understand that, human? Stop fighting. Put yourself in my position for a moment. Now it's the Master. It's your enlightened self. And what would you tell that human that is going through its quandaries, is going through all of its misery and its suffering, and, oh, I wasn't given a fair break and I had, ah, oh, shut up! It's like, get over it. Strap on those wings and get into your fears. Get into your bad childhood, whatever it is. And I know it seems um, … Like, that's, that's all the wrong thing? Yeah, that's right, because you've been doing it wrong all up to now. You've been fighting and battling these things. Oh, and then after like 40, 50 years on the planet, look at all the progress I made. Look at how far I've gotten. <laughs> From there to there, <laughs> that's it, because you're never going to get very far, because that spider's web is really big, really huge. Uh, And that spider is just going to play with you, let you think you got somewhere. That spider is just going to wait and wait and wait. It's going to catch a few other flies in the trap and it's just going to be going, it comes to me. It all comes to me. Yep. So, you take a deep breath. If an old emotional wound, let's say with a, a partner or a parent or whatever, comes up just watch yourself, observe yourself, because you see it come up and you're like, oh, oh, it's, a, it's an old memory, oh, I'm a bad person, I shouldn't have these thoughts. Shut up. Strap them on. Go through. Get those wings on and just get it over with. And on the other side is that n- wisdom, that nectar. That's it. So, point number one to remember, strap on, go through. It sounds terrible, but uh, it's, uh, it's, the <laughs> it's how I state things. I told you I was in a mood today. I don't, I don't have time to wax everything poetic and that. Strap it on, get it over with. Go through your illness, your 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 lack of self worth. You realize how, t- how tired I am of Shakespeare and the, uh, 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 it's like my writing. So just get through it, okay? We don't have time anymore to screw around with all the human self-inflicted misery. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that very clear. Self-inflicted, society's not doing it. There's no uh, beings living in the center of the, the world that are doing it to you. Uh, I don't care how many uh, aliens there are. They're not doing it to you. It's self-inflicted, human uh, – you're almost doing it for, for some sort of strange delight. Let's just get over that, okay? All right, good. Let's take a deep breath with that. My mood is getting better. Let's take a good deep breath with that. Next, number two point. It's all a story. It's all a great big fat story. That's all it is. Your life, the human life. It's all a great big fat story. There is nothing to be learned, there's no lessons that somebody's trying to inflict. There is not believe it or not. And you want, you want to believe that this lifetime is so – or any lifetime – is so serious and so special and all the learning. Bullshit! It's all a story, and that's all it is, a big, fat human story. Now, I know humans don't like to hear that. They want to go off and get real serious about, like, spirituality. And, and I shock some people, believe it or not. I shock some people, because We're not going to get real serious. We're going to keep it light. We're going to play games. We're going to have fun. We're going to distract, and we're just going to strap on go through. Uh, We're just going to get it done. It does sound terrible. I need a new copywriter here Uh,
0: Okay, so what was number one?
1: (laughs) (laughs) My mood is getting a little better. You're up to about 37 percent Master right now. We're making progress. Tell a story that human life, my lifetimes as Shakespeare, Plato, Mark Twain—they're just stories. There really, actually, wasn't anything to be learned, and that is freedom. That's a—that's a sense of relief. You didn't come here to learn anything. You have pretended you came here to learn something. You pretended that you had karma. You pretended that you had this series of past lives. By the way, past lives. Oy. So they argue with each other, and I I got I got Twain over here, and I got Plato over there, and they're arguing. And I think Twain is winning right now, but because Plato was so he was so boring, I mean really boring. Read some of the stuff, you know, stuff. Yonner, it's like, and he was so serious. Never got drunk. And to me, you're not an angel until you've been drunk. You've got to be, I mean, because otherwise you're just too tight about everything. You're too serious. It's all a story. It's an amazing story. It's an emotional story. I mean, emotional isn't good. It's a poignant story. It's a rich story, but it's just a big, fat story. The big, fat story thinks uh, thinks it's a victim thinks that life is hard and thinks it's working really hard to gain something to make its way back to something good god knows what it's not the master sits here and i'm watching i'm watching plato <laughs> oh jeez and it's like it's just a story you know and he's got some diseases i'm not going to go into here because this is a family show but he's got some diseases <laughs> no i mean you don't want to get too gross about uh Foot fungus, you know, for, a, yeah, or whatever. And he's like, "Whoa, is me all the time, because I got this. And, but he thinks it's some great big lesson from the cosmos. And I keep yelling down to him, hey, Platt, it's not. You just got some foot fungus. How about a little soap and water on those toes? You know, it would do wonders. And he's, philosophical. He's like trying to figure out the universal meaning of this and the good and the bad, the duality of fungus and no fungus. The <laughs> I'm like, it's just
2: <sighs>
1: … Yeah. It's just, a, it's just a story that all it is. Your human lifetimes get really caught up in themselves. They really do. They, they, they get so serious about it. They, they get serious about themselves. Take a moment. Be the Master, sitting here. Take a moment. You're on the park bench or whatever, and it's like, look at your story for a moment. Look at that human story. A story of battle, maybe. A story of being the underdog, maybe. A story of nobody understanding you. It's just a story, OK? <coughs> so human, stop for a moment and understand it's just a story. There's no end game in it. There's no winning or losing. It's just a big, fat story. And once the master can kind of get that through to the human, let the human know, doesn't matter. This isn't a race. You're not trying to earn your way back into heaven. You're not – none of that. Once the Master can sit there and take a deep breath and have a little coffee, whatever the hell's in here, uh, (laughs) and just look out at all these these past life and future lives – remember that – and future lives – and go, it's just a big, fat story. And what you do is – well, you kind of humanize it – you say, what do I want to watch today? which one am I going to play on my 5K uh, system up here, and which one am I going to watch? In love and compassion, of course, but not trying to interfere, not trying to change, but saying, that's just a great big fat story. That's all it is. When the human starts to feel that, when when they start to realize that, and they realize that all this time, they thought they're being watched by some higher beings, you know, and gods and other gods and many gods and uh, demigods and goddess gods and all the rest of that. You know, it's a funny game. The human thinks they're being watched the whole time, and and it's almost like a performance for the gods. Look at me, I'm a victim. Look at me. I was born handicapped. Look at me, and I'm stupid. Look at me. I'm on my spiritual path." It's like, it's like you're in the theater. You're always thinking that, that it's a performance, and, but once, once the human hears from the Master, hey, it's just a big fat story. Doesn't matter. Knock it off. I don't even watch most of the time, because it's a dull story. It's a, it's a rerun. It's just a rerun from the last lifetime and the lifetime before that. I'm not even watching. I don't care. I don't care, Plato. Sure, you're well known, but I really don't care because that's, that's like watching PBS, you know, like <laughs> watching Plato. It's like people watch that and it's like, no, nah, I'm going to change the channel. I'm going to watch uh, what culture saying, some chick flick or romantic comedy or something like that. I'm going to watch something fun because it's all. A big fat story. That's it. Take a good deep breath, Master. We're up to forty-seven percent. Oh, we're almost there. I think with a Mirab, we can tip the scales. Uh, take a deep br- Good deep breath, dear Master. Uh, turn the channel. <laughs> no pun intended. Over to the human story of this lifetime. Is it a? Is it a Western? <laughs> Is it a shoot 'em up, bang bang, white hat, black hack type of scenario? Is your lifetime a great big western, or is your lifetime like uh, alien sci-fi? <laughs> well, yeah, most of you it is. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> is it is it just one great big mind trap? Whoa, what's this? And alien beings and the Stuff from multi universes and stuff like that, and the human fights their way through and finally battles the big alien after getting slimed a lot of times. Is that your life, a great big sci fi, or is your life um, one of these? Uh, I don't know what you call it. Uh, the 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 poignant kind of heart wrenching, like uh, you know, nice person goes out, world kicks the shit out of him. Nice person, oh, wants to end it all, and then in the end they find true love or something like that, and everybody cries and the music plays. Is that your life? If it is, it's just a great big fat story. <laughs> when that's all, is your life uh, one of these? Um, ah, is your life one of these uh, newscasts? Uh, I, I watch them through some of you right now. So you turn on the newscast and they got this desk and there's a bunch of people sitting. And for hours and hours, they just argue with each other, and they get nowhere. And they argue back and forth, and da, 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 and I'm right and you're wrong. And they pretty soon they're hating each other. Why do they show that on on your news? It makes no sense. Is that the story of your life? A great big dusk. Everybody's arguing back and forth, and nobody's getting anywhere. Is that the story of your life? Or is the story of your life more like? Um, uh, what you call an animated cartoon. <laughs> yeah, animated cartoon. Kind of fun, kind of light. Nobody really gets hurt because they're not human. They're cartoons. Yeah, Isn't that amazing the, how they created that? They're cartoons, so no matter if the the villain comes along and clunks you in the head and your brain splatter, <laughs> two minutes later your brains are back together because you're not really human. You're a cartoon. Is that kind of what your life is like? In other words, you're kind of having fun with it, not really worrying about the consequences, going, this is just one great big fat cartoon that I'm living in. I'm designing it. I wrote it. I scripted it. I don't know where it's going, but it's just a cartoon. Might as well have fun with it. Might as well take a deep breath and just cartoon yourself right into Realization. I mean, why not? Or is your life one great big, uh, what do you call it, romantic uh, drama? You know, and it's always kind of a little dark and the violins are playing somewhere off in the background and somebody is going through some epic uh, event in their life and then they fall in love. and It's the love of their life, but the love of their life suddenly is taken away by aliens and the sci-fi fiction yeah. from their lifetime and, and, and suddenly and it's all drama, it's emotional drama. And you know what an emotional drama is? You always get the family involved, the mother, the father, the kids, everybody else, the extended family, and then you bring it into the workplace. And, and, then, and then there's a lot of tears and a lot of heartbreak. For Christ's sakes, turn it off! I mean, it's like – because it never has a really good ending. Like the cartoons, the cartoons have a good ending. But these big, romantic, epic dramas, like, that's always – oh, but it, in a way it makes you feel good. Soap opera, soap opera type thing. Days of our, days of our life. Uh, uh, how long has that been running? Fifty years. Fifty years, just about as long as your lifetimes. Have they got anywhere in the soap operas? Have you gotten anywhere? More so than the soap operas, yeah. So, yeah, big soap opera. Uh, and, and then there's just the comedies. Uh, the just the comedies uh, some of the comedies are really kind of dumb, you know, but you know it 's a comedy uh, you don 't have to think a whole lot. Some of the comedies are really good, really funny, even when i 'm in a bad mood watching through you. I laugh sometimes at the comedies because they 're making fun of the conflicts of human life. Humans have great comedy, uh, our comedy on the other side, not so good uh, other than me but it 's like the comedy on the other side is not so fun. Humans have wonderful comedy to be able to laugh at oneself. Uh, and that kind of brings me to my point. Life is one great big, fat story. that's all that you don't get points you you don't get a better place in a better heaven. you don't uh, you don't get a a potential better place at the ascended masters club. It's just one great big fat story. and the human. The human, in spite of what the human's movie is telling them, isn't the one that's going to be enlightened, get in, uh, do the enlightenment. The human can allow it. The human can write a little cartoon that actually comes to life and it's like, geez, what happened when I strapped it on, went through the spider's web, and allowed. And suddenly on the other side was this beautiful wisdom. Fairy dust spread everywhere and the beautiful music comes on at the end and the trailers and the credits and you know in the credits, you know, that they roll at the end. Every every credit is your name. Written by, produced by, directed by, yeah, Gaffer, Grip, everything else, you're it. It's all you. Humans take their lives so seriously. They they really do and, and they believe they believe that crap the big fat story. And I guess that's maybe what makes it kind of good, up to a point. But they take it so damn serious and they get stuck in it, and that's why for a long time now I've talked about some of the spiritual groups. They're the most boring, uh, stuck in their own ways people. They take things so seriously, and they don't like this necessarily because we laugh, we make fun. You've all spent a lot of lifetimes in temples and monasteries and convents, right? And a lot of a silence, a lot of, a lot of really serious stuff, and God's always watching. And don't screw up, Carrie, because God's watching. <laughs> and, and it was just … it got so boring in these convents and uh, temples and monasteries. Really boring. It's almost like, how, what kind of movie would that make? Boring. boring. How about okay in our first week, and then you show everybody just homing and chanting and lighting candles. <laughs> Second week, homing, chanting, lighting candles, and some incense. Now we go on to about your 50, still homing and chanting. Nothing's happened. God hasn't showed up. Jesus hasn't showed up and ain't going to. You think he would come back to a boring? No, no. so Well, they, they did. Yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, not to, not to carry on about it. But you know, you know why. <laughs> you know, uh, th- this is a fact. This is a fact. It should be in Wikipedia. This is an absolute fact. But you know why? Fart humor is funny. You know why? Fart humor, flatulence, gas out your ass. You know why it's funny? it's really actually not very funny when you think about it it's really not but everybody's chittering here if you're watching it online all those little ah uh-uh farts you know why because imagine back about 600 700 years ago you're you're in the convent or the monastery <laughs> and nobody's talking i mean you're not allowed to talk and you're sitting there you're kneeling there actually and it's like you're just going crazy, but you're trying to like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Maybe it works. And they say it does, and God's watching anyway. And you're just sitting there being like serious and trying to do the right thing and so messed up in your own story, and all of a sudden somebody kind of down the road goes <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's cracking up, and all of a sudden somebody else lets one. It was the funniest thing that happened all year! And and even the head mother and the uh, the head uh, f- um, priest guy, they can't help but laughing. It was the only humor back then, and it stuck with you. No pun intended, but it stayed with you into this lifetime. It's like ah, I remember that the church was totally quiet, got a few lights on, uh, candles lit, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, <laughs> everybody's like looking around, who did that? But it. Then it it, it was spontaneous laughter and everybody's farting. Nobody's saying a word. Everybody's farting. It's like, ah! And then you start wondering, what did we eat for lunch today? (laughs) My point, amongst the laughter here, it's all a great big fat story. Your life. All the other lifetimes, they're just great big stories. When you get so serious with them, when you take yourself serious, the energy gets stuck, and then you forget where you put the wings, and you forget what I said here. These two simple points, and and you start getting really serious again, and and you you get inside your head. You're in the spider's web, at that point. When you get that serious, it's only when you can take a deep breath and laugh about your big fat story, and realize that. They, you're not being measured or monitored. There's no right or wrong. you got some lifetimes that went through all sorts of crap and others that breezed through it. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. This is a particularly unique lifetime of yours. Not to be taken seriously, though. A particularly unique lifetime because you're here to what? Study enlightenment. <laughs> oh <God. laughs> Allow, allow, have fun, allow. You're here to allow. Uh, that's really it. Do you have to get serious about the allowing? Not at all. Matter of fact, the more you smile, the more you allow. It's, yeah, we could put that on a bumper sticker and on a grandma's uh, sweater. Uh, that you're here to allow, that's it. How, how serious do you have to get about allowing? Not very. How much work does it take? none. But does it make you feel like you're really not working at things, that you're not creating a good movie? It doesn't matter. You just take a deep breath and you allow. And then you start – you know you're there when you couldn't laugh at your big fat story, when you can stop taking yourself so damn serious and stop thinking that you got the burden of the world on your shoulders and this is so hard doing enlightenment, it's not. It's not. never was designed to be that way. It's all the knuckleheads who try to make it boring, trying to go back to the days of silence in the monastery and try to make it some sort of human uh, game uh, of enlightenment. And it's not. It's really easy. It's taking a deep breath and laughing at your big fat story. Let's take a sip of whatever's in here. (laughs) We're in the Wing Series and I started out today. It's my story. I made it up. I'm not in a mood. I love you. I love me even more, but I love you. I'm not in a mood. It's a story. And you realize it's it's like a cartoon. It's realizing, let's have some fun today and let's play a little bit. Let's let's let me let. I'll come in. I'll be in a mood. Ra 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 ra. Some of you were really shocked. Some of you were like, Oh God, what's he gonna bite my head off today? I was thinking about it, but you know, and take a deep breath in your own life. Start having some fun, because you know what? The minute you do, the minute you're playful with it, the minute you really relax and allow, all the energy dynamics change. No longer are you in the scenario of flying into that spider's web and getting stuck, that's when you realize everything moves through you. How could you get stuck? It all moves through you. Time, space, spider webs and everything else. All of your fears, all of your worries and anxieties, they're just passing through. That's all. They make themselves known once in a while. Yeah, there's a feeling that comes over your body. It could even cause you a little bit of turmoil. Just let it pass through, that's all. There's no fight in it. The human perspective is that you're going to get caught in the spider's web and you're going to try to fight your way out. That's the human. That's why I asked, who's here today? The Master's perspective – we're almost at 50 – the Master's perspective is just moving through me and actually you don't have to strap nothing on or fly through anything. You Just allow those wings that are already there. You just spread them out and watch how everything flows in and through you, and then you take only what you want for your big fat story, only what you want for your life, only what you choose for yourself, and you realize it's all just flowing through you. It's so simple. The Wing Series comes in our, I believe I it's the 19th year that we've been together. Uh, and as I said earlier, 200 shouts. that's a lot. Enough content for 33 books, big books, uh, not little books. All the teachings of Tobias, all of the amazing wisdom for me. And uh, <laughs> everything that comes with it. amazing, yeah. And everything that comes with it. And actually take a deep breath with that, even. it's part of your big, fat story. All of this, but I do have to say it's a phenomenal story. It's phenomenal. Uh, when we were making the transition years ago with Tobias and myself, and I was consulting with some of the other Ascended Masters, uh, you know, coming to this Crimson Circle, you know, I heard of the group, kind of like some of you might have heard about it before you ever got here. I heard of it, but I was a little suspicious. Chambra, Pirates, uh, this group of rebels and rousers, and uh, I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> the others were saying that it was going to take two, three, four lifetimes. I knew it wasn't. I knew that you were so ready. You just needed to be whopped upside the head a few times <laughs> and, and, and straighten up a- and to, to take a breath and realize it's just a big fat story. That's all it is. Your, your, your life. <laughs> your life is not that important, other than to the I Am. And it's important there in its beauty of its story. But otherwise, stop taking it so damn serious, okay? What, what am I really saying? Get out there and live. Enjoy. Have fun. When you feel anxiety or fear come through, instead of running from it or trying to battle it in your mind, just allow it to go right through. Allow it to go right through. You realize there's really no spider web at all. But the moment you are fighting it, whether it is cancer, whether it is being broke uh, financially, whether it is self-worth or anything anything else, the moment you battle it, you will get stuck and from now on. It actually is even worse than ever before for you. You get to this point of consciousness. And you get more stuck than ever. You're more sensitive, so you're gonna get more stuck. That's when you just stop and say, What were those two points Adamus talked to us about? <laughs> I wrote them down. You should have wrote them down. That's why we make recordings for you. This one we're gonna sell. You know no freebies. <laughs> Kidding. It's a story, have fun with it. Drew a great big cartoon. In the Wing series, you come to the realization that we're gonna we're just going to do it now, okay? So we're going to gather, we're going to have fun, I'm going to make up some stories like I'm in a bad mood. How could I be in a bad mood ever? I, actually, the, what I said about those lifetimes is true. Plato is such a pain in the ass, can never make up his mind, and Shakespeare is like agonizing over his internal decision to write for the public, uh, and Mark Twain, he's funny, but but he's um. He's so skeptical at times, uh, so um, negative about everything, mostly himself. He's got energy issues. No wonder he went bankrupt. All those things are real, but doesn't bother me one bit. I take a deep breath and I look at their big fat stories and I realize the beauty in them and in me. And I realize that they actually never really do get stuck in the web. They think they do, but they don't. They never actually crash and burn. They think they do, but they don't. And they're actually all part of my oneness. Now, as we're running out of time, I told you it was going to be shorter than usual, about two minutes shorter than usual. (laughs) Let's have a mirab. Why? I'm tired of talking, you know, and you're tired of me talking. Let's take a good deep breath and let's do the wings mirab. Take a good, deep breath. Here we go. We're in the Wing Series now. What that means is after these years of really opening up and allowing and taking a fun look at yourself finally, we're at that point where we're just going to soar. We're going to soar. That means expand. the the human's still going to have days of some panic or anxiety or just being pissed off. That's where you take the deep breath like we're doing right now. You almost hear that human screaming in the background there. That's where you take a deep breath and you realize it's all one great big fat story. That's where you feel your wings, I mean literally. You feel your wings. I've said in some of our gatherings before that you have energy wings. Your your back, your shoulders, it's the most sensitive part of your body. I'm not talking about big feathery wings, but I'm talking about the ability to expand, to open up. You just take a deep breath and you allow it. it. you say, well, I don't know how. Yeah, you do. It's just part of the story. (laughs) One day I grew wings. Wings that allowed me to expand, no longer fearing life, no longer afraid to fly, no longer holding myself under the winged ceiling of enlightenment. I just did it. Take a deep breath and, in your big fat story, come to the chapter where you just allow the wings to unfold. These wings, they can take you right through any perception there might be of fear or doubt or danger any belief that you might have that you just can't make up your mind, you don't want know what to do next to you, you just feel these wings unfold and take you beyond. And yes, for the human that sits here, yes, there's going to be days. There, there will be. I had just crappy days. It's just part of the big fat story, and that's okay. It's okay, and there is the Master with the wings, not trying to fight, not trying to overcome doubt and uncertainty and fear, not trying to at all, but realizing that it's just one of the ands, one of the many ways of perceiving reality. in this coming series, in this year that we're having together, you start to actually experience things. Instead of talk about allowing, you allow yourself to experience it. Instead of the Plato-ish talk about enlightenment, you actually experience it. Instead of thinking about joy. It's actually there. Sometimes the experiences that are going to come to you this year are going to shock the hell out of you, because they're so real. I mean, they are real. Sometimes the opening of awareness is going to stun you. You're going to wonder if your body or your mind can even handle it. It's so stunning, the experience, rather than all the discussion. Yes, you'll be able to handle it, especially when you take a deep breath and you feel those wings, the true Master. We're moving from the classroom lectures into true, meaningful, fun, life experiences. We're changing the story, We're writing it a d- different way, and suddenly in these latter chapters of your Big Fat Story, you realize that now you're part of writing it. Human, you're part of writing that next chapter. You have a knowingness and a feeling that, well, there was a book, a big, fat book of your, your life, but you really didn't have much to say about what was written in it. That changes. We talked about in Keahak recently that's called cohabitation, Master and the Human. You realize that you really didn't trust yourself to write the story, the next chapter. But now, you, the Master, the I Am, you're now actually writing and living in the next chapters. Chapters about freedom, chapters about real life experience, not just regular day-to-day monotony, but real life experience. That's the difference. Right now, that's the difference. You're participating. So, what's sitting here now? What happened during this mirab? What percent are we up to? Well, the best way to say it is somebody got very close to it. You're 100% human and 100% Master. You're both. And they're not conflicted with each other. You're not trying to go from 20% human to 80% master. You're both. You're cohabitating. It's both. Let's take a deep breath. Fly through the fears, fly through the mental anguish, fly through emotional issues. Don't stop to try to figure them out or to process them. Don't run from them anymore. Fly through them. It will be a little frightening at first because it will seem like you are flying right into the spider's web, but you realize that there is a Momentum of, you could say, passion, energy, almost consciousness, but not quite, but a, there's a momentum that propels you right through, even the deepest fears. Don't avoid them anymore, but also don't stop to process them. Go right through. And second, realize it's all a big fat story. But now you're part of scripting it. And I say part because the Master is still going to be doing their part in the script. But now you, human, you're co-writing, you're taking part. Those are the two points. Let's take a good deep breath together. Take a good deep breath together. It's time to celebrate, dear Shambra. Time to celebrate. So, open up those wings and let's get going. And remember always that all is well in your big fat story. (laughs) With that, thank you. Thank you.
0: So, thank you to Jeffrey for channeling Adama Saint-Germain. Oh, take a good deep breath and try to allow all that wild information to just keep flowing, to integrate the core of that moody message to really allow it for you. Really stay with that for a few moments and breathe into it. Really breathe into it. So with that, I invite you to take that good deep breath and take care of you. Thank you for listening to this Wings first of the series. We'll be back, but not the first Saturday of September. We'll be back October 7th. We take a month off, and this we're going to be taking off September. So be back here October 7th if you dare thank you for being a part of this Shout in the Crimson Circle. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.